0: Well, uh, I'm back. I took an election uh, quiet period because it is clear to me that uh, here at Alpha's Next, let's say, your host, Terry Nugent, it has been clear to me that it's going to take a long, long time for the results of this election to be certified. And uh fortunately, I'm old enough, as are probably most of my listeners, uh where this isn't my first rodeo, as George Bush would say. And I use that quote deliberately because last time we went through one of these, George Bush was the uh loser of the popular vote, but the winner of the uh electoral vote. And uh that's um President Trump got himself to be President Trump. And, um, you know, if in the odd event that he prevails in the Electoral College, I think that's going to be the third time that's happened in the 21st century. Depending on whether you count the year 2000 as the 21st century, which technically I don't think it is. But, uh, unfortunately, having waited patiently now for several days... We have no resolution to this, and it doesn't look like we will uh, anytime soon. And the, uh, the Keystone is, oddly enough, the Keystone stayed. And I just got done reading an article in the Wall Street Journal, which I read so you don't have to. And the controversy is probably going to center around Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, apparently, according to the journal editorial board, at least refused to let uh, Republican observers in uh, to the counting area, whereas it appears at least, I haven't been following this very closely, honestly. I just want to know what the result is. But I have noted that in some areas, at least, I think Nevada, I saw on CNBC, which I watched so you don't have to, um, they have cameras, you know, so it's very transparent. Now, having just gone through some work for the census, uh, I'm sure, uh, or at least my hypothesis is that this is just about as efficient as, as that was. So uh, I'm sure certainly that there's going to be plenty of mischief to be made with litigation here. So we may not know who the president is for a long time. The votes need to be certified, I think, on December 2nd. So if this plays out like the hanging chat episode in Florida, it may go to the Supreme Court, and depending on where we're at there. uh, Last time, the Democrats were looking for more votes, so they were the ones who wanted to keep counting every vote. Uh, This time, they would probably just as soon stop counting. But the count goes on nonetheless. So, you know, everybody, I think, in these political or these uh, electoral organizations is trying desperately to avoid any appearance of impropriety. And they certainly saw what happened. There were some people who got crucified back in 2000. So nobody who's got that job is going to want to get crucified for any appearance or reality of, of uh, subterfuge. So it's going to be a long slog, and I am not going to be watching that, so you'll have to do that yourself. The big issue, I think, the market was pretty happy with the outcome because I think it's clear that uh, the polls were wrong again. The, uh, the projections were wrong again. Uh, there's a thing called predicted.org. I think it's .org. Uh, I posted something on the Alpha's next website. Not website, LinkedIn page. And uh, that seems to be much more accurate than the polls. And my personal opinion is that, you know, it's almost like in a a communist uh, or fascist or what have you, totalitarian society, people can't really say what they think, particularly if they want to support Trump. You know, it's not... Conducive to career success, and you know, you get pilloried for having that opinion. So, um, I don't think they are honest, and I certainly don't think they're forthright and outspoken. So, um, that's why I think the polls are deceptive. Plus, uh, there's technical issues with how they do them, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So, uh, it appears that there's a much more conservative. Um, bid on power than we thought. And uh, the House actually, the GOP picked up a few seats in the House, which was really surprising to me. Not that it matters. Um, it may make Pelosi's life a little easier in a way because I think Pelosi and Schumer and Biden are really more centrist and they have their left flank to defend. Schumer's scared to death of a AOC. Uh, primary challenge. So he may have to tack left, but it's easier for him to stay where he wants to stay in his heart of hearts, or his head of heads at least, if he can argue that, hey, you know, I don't have the votes. But in the Senate, um, we're in a situation, as far as I understand it, where there's two runoffs in Georgia, and the Republicans really have to win both of those in order to uh, maintain their majority. If Biden wins and they lose both of those uh, runoffs, then you're going to have a Senate majority for the Democrats, an effective one vote majority. And that opens up a lot of possibilities. So I think the market is missing that story. And uh, if that happens, then, you know, they're going to ram things through. They're not going to you know, respect any of the, quote, traditions of the Senate. So they could do whatever they want to do then. And it's up to Biden and Harris to keep the brakes on that, which is going to be politically difficult for them. So I think the key to watch here, frankly, is those two races in, in Georgia. And those won't be decided till January 2nd. So you're not going to really know where the political um, compass is pointing until next year. That's all there is to it. Now, I did see that there was a rapper who got shot to death, and there were police involved, but they were off duty because it was some nightclub and the cops were working security, which I'm thinking maybe is not a good thing going forward. Uh, So if if Atlanta goes up in flames, you know, like the Civil War, I think that could actually push those elections uh, more toward the GOP because... Uh, the whole woke, uh, you know, thing is a little easier to carry out when your house isn't on fire or it isn't being looted or your, your city isn't being looted and uh, trashed. So, I don't know, I think I, there was a situation in Minnesota where one, at least one Democratic Congressperson lost their seat. So, um, you know, my personal theory is that that kind of, uh, stuff scares the voters and uh, tends to push them very quietly into the conservative uh, bucket. So we'll see what happens. I haven't heard any reports of rioting down there, but this guy was a rapper, you know, so that could get pretty viral, um, regardless of the merits of the case or whether the cops were on duty or off duty. So we'll see what happens there. But I do think that's where the, the hinge of fate rests, and, uh, you know, if we go in there with a Biden presidency, which I think is the by far the most probable outcome in a GOP Senate, that's gridlock. And you're not going to see higher taxes. You're not going to see, you know, a lot of the stuff that is in the platform that they put together. If you have a very narrow uh, Senate majority... I think they will ram everything they can through, and it couldn't involve packing the court for that matter. So I'm not... Right now, if I had to make a guess, I would say that this is not going to get to the point where the Supreme Court decides it, because I do, I'm just getting the sense that they don't have enough evidence to uh, to win recounts. Now, it's it's so close in... A couple of these states, like Georgia in particular, and I think Pennsylvania, but, you know, a lot of ballots coming in from the military overseas, uh, in Pennsylvania, the, the postmark thing it has to be postmarked by election day. So you got votes coming in still, uh, they're going to obviously challenge, uh, you know, there's something about uh, Sharpie Gate. If you filled out the ballot with a Sharpie, it is alleged by the Republicans that those votes are being rejected. That story has been widely uh, debunked. I don't know what the reality is. But uh, I'm just getting the sense that uh, Trump's people are not going to find enough to uh, get a SCOTUS ruling. And, you know, he's in the Gore position here because he's the one who wants to count more votes and take more time. The way the Supreme Court decided in 2000 was, hey, guys, we're out of time. You know, so he's kind of on the other side of that argument. And I think that the court, regardless of its political makeup, would have a tough time saying, oh, wait, you know, let's just keep counting until Trump wins. That would be inconsistent with the 2000 precedent. So I don't think Trump has a chance. So I think it all boils down to the uh, the Senate, uh, the Senate uh, runoffs in Georgia, and either we're gonna have, you know, a very frustrated Democratic Party with the White House and the House, but no Senate, and having to watch Mitch McConnell smirk while he blocks everything they want to do, or else we're going to have a very aggressive but narrow margin. Uh, either way, very unstable political situation. Uh, clearly, a lot of the country, you know, whether you call it the Trump agenda or the conservative agenda or whatever you call it, a lot of people voted that way, a lot more than you were led to believe. And uh, those folks aren't going to be happy if things go very quickly down the Democratic platform. And on the other hand, Democrats are not going to be very happy if they win the White House and the, and the House of Representatives, but they're stymied at every turn by the Senate's uh, recalcitrants. So that's the post-election read. And I think I'm just going to leave it at that um because a lot of where we go from here depends on that and once we get more clarity um uh, I'll probably come out with the new administration new challenge episode which I've been doing since 1980 not on this podcast because in 1980 we didn't have podcasts so uh in any event that's it for tonight I've got one request to get on the newsletter. Thank you, listener. And, uh, I'm looking for the rest of you folks to give me your email address. So, if you want to get the newsletter, we're going to fire this baby up, hopefully, next week. Uh, if we are, if our work ethic holds out. So, uh, work seven days a week here at Alpha's next, by the way. So, uh, we're on the job all the time. And, uh, you can reach me anytime. My number is 708 So, hey, just give us a ring. If you want to chat one on one, free, no obligation consultation about nothing in particular, uh, we do have that 10 10 10 deal, which I would love to talk to you about. Uh, 10% 10 months, uh, 10 grand is what we'd like to see, but, you know, we'll take what we can get. And if you want to do more, well, we welcome you with open arms. Um, so, that's what's going on, and uh, again, you know, more to come. Obviously, on this, and but I think whatever whatever the numbers are, it'll be C in court, and they'll drag it out. And I'm sure there'll be at least recounts in Nevada and Georgia because it's you know unless the they they were using rhetoric like the. Blue Mirage, or the red Mirage, which is that you know it may look like Trump was ahead, and sure enough that panned out, and uh, the then all the blue blue wave ballots will come in the mail and i I like the instead of a blue wave, it looks like it was a blue ripple because a lot of the senators who were supposedly going to lose their seats won uh, the GOP senators. Now, the other thing that was prescient was the predictions by the people who are, uh, who command respect, like Tony Fauci, like Scott Gottlieb, that we were going to have this fall wave, and man, boy, do we have it. Uh, This is worse than I expected, but it is according to the prophecy, so kudos to those guys for being right. I'm sure they wish they were wrong. But that's huge. And I did hear today, you may have read this story about the Denmark minks, <laughs> which sounds like a soccer team or a football team name. But uh, the minks have got a version of the virus that's a mutation, and the Danes are really, you know, there's something's rotten in Denmark, and they're going to slaughter all these minks. And I'm just waiting for PETA to hop up and down. But, you know, if you're if you're looking for a fur coat... <coughs> Probably be, I don't know if they can use those pelts, but probably be on sale, you know, because of oversupply and all the fur is murder. I'm just waiting for the PETA people to storm the, whatever you storm in Denmark, to uh, Hamlet's Castle or whatever, to stop the, you know, save the Minx. And then they'll all get COVID and die. But, you know, if I was to write scripts for, you know, like sitcoms, it'd probably make Seinfeld look, you know, like a like a Catholic broadcasting system channel. So that's why I don't I don't write fiction. But anyway, uh, it I did hear from Get Doctor Gottlieb today on CNBC, which I watch, so you don't have to. That that's he's not that worried about that because just because it's a uh, a mutation doesn't mean that it is clinically or therapeutically. Uh, novel so that the therapies, you know, the vaccines that are in development uh, would be rendered inoperative by the mutation. He says mutations happen all the time. Now, this one, apparently 12 people, 12 Danes caught it from Ming, supposedly. I don't know how you even know that. Well, I guess they can, you know, sequence the DNA. And uh, it supposedly uh, eludes the antibodies that... Would be developed by the vaccine i don 't know i mean i 'm not a I'm not an infectious disease specialist, so i couldn 't get through high school biology, but from what I understand, you know that 's their concern, and apparently Dr. Gottlieb, who I uh, respect very highly and i 've been watching throughout this crisis and before he was fDA commissioner uh, he says he's not too concerned, and I was glad to hear that because I was concerned. I put something out there on the Alpha's next uh, LinkedIn page. So if you want to get yourself paranoid, read that. But be assured, if you've listened to this podcast, that at least if you believe Dr. Gatley and you think he's right, not a big deal. But, you know, I'm sure the Minx would like to get the memo on that and <laughs> share it with their... Uh, the Danish uh, exterminators. You know, hey, wait a minute. It's okay. You know, Don't make me a coat yet. So, uh, anyway, uh, reporting on minx and uh, hijinks and uh, all the other tricks that go on. This is your host, Terry Nugent, for Alpha's Next. Live long, prosper. Wear your mask. I have some government surplus if you need them. So... Uh, We will talk again soon, at least I will, and hopefully you'll listen again soon. Bye-bye.